0: Welcome back to Start the Conversation podcast. I'm your host, Ella Wright, and my goal is to help you know, grow, move, and groove in your one on one conversations, careers, and personal growth. I want to give you clarity to communicate better in the hard, everyday, or never before had conversations in your life and give you fresh perspectives to approach your personal growth, whether it's your career, your daily life. This podcast will give you actionable takeaways in every episode to help you start the conversation with yourself, others, and grow in the ways that you want to. Welcome back. This is the first official episode of season two, episode 18. So we're just going to jump into today's topic. Right before we do, I'm going to read a recent review from Hannah. Thank you so much, Hannah. She said, I just listened to Ella's podcast on lowering our expectations and it actually made me cry because her words made me feel so seen and understood. She's addressing really important topics to improve our relationships to ourselves and those we interact with, and it's been so nice to have her as a resource. We truly need healthy relationships, and this podcast can help anyone build them. That just made me so happy to read that because that's exactly what I want. I don't want people to feel like they need to be at this certain threshold of Understanding or knowledge or experience, um, and that really my podcast can make learning and growth and communication and and developing yourself, whether you work a nine to five or you don't. I just want it to feel accessible and inclusive of of all different types of of people and learning styles. So thank you for the review, Hannah. And while we're on the topic of reviews. If you just want to go ahead and scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page on. Apple Podcast, you can leave me a five star rating, and then there is a place where you can click write a review. All you have to do is tell me something that you liked about the podcast or your favorite episode, or tell me what you don't like about the podcast. Uh, So, without further ado, we are going to talk about the question today What should I do in my career? Should I make a change? People have this question a lot, right? Am I making enough money? Am I in the right role? Am I at the right company? Is this the right growth? And if you're not working full-time, let's say that you are full-time caring for children and managing a home, which is also a full-time job, or maybe you're part-time, you're in school, you're learning, or, or you're taking a break to focus on other priorities in your life. That's just kind of the question of life, right? Of like, what do I do with my life? But I'm going to use the phrase of like, what do I do in my career? Because oftentimes that's how we organize things, right? Is a job. Um, but this can really apply to anyone just wanting to know kind of, yeah, where to focus, what direction to go in their life. So there's three questions that I'm going to discuss, and then I'm going to have some takeaways, but these three questions that I want you to ask yourself in order to answer this question, right, of, of what should I do with my life and in my career. The first one is how willing are you to tolerate that you might fail and need to change things more than you'd like to? Or not get things figured out right away. The second question is what pressures exist around your career? What impact do those pressures have? And what would you be free to do without those pressures? And the last one is, are you truly doing the wrong thing with your life? Or do you just have the wrong perspective about what you're doing? So the first one is tolerating failure whether you're going to your boss or Ella Wright on this lovely podcast or Instagram, LinkedIn, someone on TikTok, what we're all looking for is someone to guarantee that we're going to be successful. Someone to prove or give us some sort of evidence that we're making the right decision and we know what we're doing. And And... The problem with that is that it doesn't leave room for us to fail. We're we're looking for someone else that we could point the finger back to and say, "Well, you know what? I you know I talked to Ella and she said that I could do I should do this in my career, and now I'm doing it, and I don't like it, um, or I'm doing it and it's not going well, and I'm not making the money that I want to." The reality is, there's no magical answer. There's no one career, one job. Um, and even, you know, people talk about this, there's no one person that's going to make you happy. It's, are you willing to tolerate that that things might not go well? And are you okay with that? The second one is, and this, this is something that I got from, I'm, I'll have to put it in the show notes, but I, I was reading some articles around, um, the book, designing your life. And if you have used design thinking before, that is a process in like product design, and so they, there was this really interesting article around pressures and it was able to articulate a lot of things that I've felt and experienced. So just want to give credit to that article. But this second one is, you know, how do I, how do you get free from some of these pressures? So there's three statements that I want you to fill in the blank for. If you're listening to this, wherever you are, just take a second to think about these. The first one is in my career, I should be a what? I should be a this. Maybe you're thinking of a title. Maybe you're thinking of adjectives. I should be an extrovert and be really good at talking to people all the time. I should be very analytical and good at, you know, dissecting things and looking at things from all different angles. I should be a high performer because I've always been a high performer And that means that I have to, I should be working long hours. So the first one is I should be. The second one is I have to blank. So I have to, I'll I'll use this one again, always be working long hours. Or I have to always work for a large company. I have to always do marketing because that's what I studied in school. And then the last one is my career must My career must be better than my partners. My career must be better than my little brothers. My career must prove to my in-laws that I'm capable of providing for my family. My career must make sense and justify why I went to school and took out a lot of student loans. My career must be something that I can sell and monetize online. We see so many things in social media and we also have our own pressures. So the answer to those three questions will help you understand maybe what some of the existing pressures and thoughts and so answering those with the shoulds and the have-tos and the musts can help you understand, all right, re- once again, regardless of what title or role, because I'm, I'm it, not about to say on this podcast what title or role you should be in, but identifying the pressures will help identifying what some of those beliefs are that you have around your career. And maybe you do have pressure to provide for your family. I'm not saying that pressure is a bad thing. I'm not saying like my career must be something that makes a difference in the world. All right. Like, you know, none of these are inherently bad things. But sometimes like you know you might you might be in a field I, I was in social work for a long time and I was because I was so passionate that my career must solve all the world's problems and make a difference in the world. But for me, that resulted in a very poor work-life balance and mental health experience for me. And so I decided that my career must be something that provides stability and creativity and challenge for me. And I can go make an impact in the world in a lot of other ways than what I'm doing 40 to 50 hours a week. That's just one example of how you can kind of see all right, you know, what are some of those pressures that I'm putting on myself? And now I want to talk about how to categorize the different types of answers that you gave so that you can understand, once again, is this healthy pressure um, or maybe is this unnecessary pressure? So one of the types of pressure that we get is called noise, which is just pressure from family, peers, society, or self-doubt. This is just like everything that comes at you um that doesn't take your own individual personality into account right like for a long time there's been pressure that women need to stay at home and now there's a lot of pressure that women should also be working outside of the home and inside of the home or right there's always been these different societal expectations the second type of pressure we experience in our careers is just that self-inflicted pressure of i have to say yes to every task i have to attend every meeting i have to be perfect in every single slideshow that I present, or I always have to be the person that goes the extra mile. And obviously, you know, that's why we have high performers, right? We have people who say yes, who do more, who go the extra mile. And that self-inflicted pressure can create really incredible work ethic. But at the end of the day, it's still pressure that nobody else is putting on you but yourself. And that there are times when we need to have that self-inflicted pressure to meet deadlines and reach goals, but there's also times where that pressure can be incredibly unhealthy. The third type of pressure is they always knew or or the assumption we make about successful people of like, oh man, you know, sometimes you might look at the person who is one level above you in the hierarchy of your company, someone who got promoted before you did, or someone who's been in your career for 10 or 15 years longer than you, and I bet if you went and took them out to lunch or hopped on a phone call with them, wrote them on LinkedIn or email, and asked them about their career path, they've had a lot more career exploration and failure and figuring it out than you would ever imagine. So that's the other type of pressure is that I don't know what I'm doing, and everyone else always knows, and so I, I need to have a plan, Right? And that's this kind of this theme that I'm getting at here with this episode is, is trying to let go of that pressure that we have of, I need to know exactly what I'm doing in my career. I need to listen to, and and I'm saying this while recording a podcast episode, but I need to listen to the perfect podcast episode or this person on TikTok. I'm just going to keep scrolling, keep consuming, keep asking, and just wait for someone to give me the proof and release this pressure Of me that I'm experiencing from not knowing what I'm doing, um, instead of just creating a plan and going forward with it, which we'll get to in a second. And the last one is passion. We have all this pressure that we have to do our passion and do something you're passionate about every day and you'll never work a day in your life. I fully disagree with that because I am doing things I'm passionate about and I have to work every day. I have to figure things out. And this also makes it sound like we only have one passion. And then if we don't know it, we should already know it by now and we're dumb or we're clueless or we're wasting time for not doing something that we're passionate about. And so all of these career pressures can make it extremely difficult to know what is right for you. So if you didn't, when I started this segment, take a second to go back and say, answer answer those statements of like my career, in my career, I should be a what? Or in my career, I have to what? In my career, I must or my career must. And so that's answering those questions will really help you understand. Are you staying in a job or trying to pursue a job or or whatever type of path in your life because of pressure or because it's purposeful and it's intentional? The last question is, are you really in the wrong job or doing the wrong thing in your life? Or do you just have the wrong perspective about it, which we were set up nicely for in that last segment. And I just want to say, if you fully believe that you're really in the wrong job, then congrats. That means that you are accepting truths about yourself. Maybe you're letting go of some pressure. You're recognizing where there's an inconsistency between your desires and your values and what you're actually doing on a day-to-day basis. I'll say it again, being in the wrong job, role, or company, or relationship doesn't make you a failure. But because our brains like to solve problems, if we feel like we're in the wrong situation, we shame ourselves, we feel guilty. And that's what's so helpful about that that exercise of looking at those pressures is instead of feeling guilty for not knowing everything or, or feeling that you're a failure because you're not doing what you're passionate about, Just use that guilt as a compass to to look at, you know, where can I set myself free? If I'm feeling guilty about something, it might not mean that you need to change jobs. It might just mean that you need to look at yourself with a little more compassion. Something else that I found out as well, two things that really have impacted me this year is one, you will never be good enough for the wrong job or you will never be good enough, you know, maybe in relationships the wrong person or we could say the wrong company. The more pressure you put on yourself to solve the problem and the more shame that you have that you're you're feeling disengaged, you're not enjoying it or or you're not having your needs met, you're you're absolutely burnt out, the less you'll be willing to look at the situation and realize that it actually has nothing to do with your worth. And it could just be that you're you're in the wrong job. And so that's a scenario where, where you do need to separate your value from what you're doing and admit, yeah, you know what? This is not the wrong job. And I want to also throw a massive disclaimer out here. The wrong job might not be a bad job. Carvana was not the right job for me. That's why I left. But it was not a bad job. I didn't have a toxic boss. I was making great money, I was hitting my financial goals, I was being challenged, I was surrounded by people that support me, but it was the wrong job for me. And so just know that wrong doesn't mean bad, it doesn't mean toxic. And a lot of the times on LinkedIn or in other places, we see these things saying, you know, here are all the signs that you should be leaving your job and it's a toxic boss and there's no room to grow or the, you know, the pay isn't competitive or the company's doing X, Y, and Z. None of those statements could be true at all, and you're still entitled to leave. With all of this being said, you could just be in the right job with the wrong perspective. You could be in the right job but feeling entitled to a promotion that you're simply not qualified for. You could be in the right job but feeling entitled to passion and fulfillment without doing any of the work for it. And I read this quote, this also, this was said in a podcast from one of the authors of Designing Your Life, um, which is Bill Burnett and Dave Evans. But they said, passion is the result of a good life, not the source of it. And so I'll also say that passion is the result of a good career, but not the source of it. You don't have to go find your passion. So moving into some action steps as we wrap up this episode. The first one is to stop asking yourself what you're passionate about and start just getting ideas around what you're curious about. What's interesting to you? What do you want to spend time learning about? Because what what do you want to spend time learning about? The more you focus on having to follow your passion and work on something that you're passionate about, it's actually really not that actionable. So as someone who gives people advice in careers and and has studied about what to do with my own career for so much time, let me save you some time. Stop focusing on what you're passionate about and start asking what would make your life good? What are you curious about? And maybe that is having a job that maybe is not like the the sexiest or the most intriguing job, but maybe it gives you the financial stability to move where you want to move or it gives you the mental stability to invest into an important relationship in your life. My second action step is ask yourself if you're able to test out what you like to do without changing jobs. Now, before you get your pitchforks, because I'm telling you that you should be taking on work that's outside your role and and you're not going to get compensated for it, plain and simple, you don't know if you don't know. And so if you're not in a space to quit your job, and take the time to go test and do other things, then the reality is you need to learn new skills or test out other things without changing jobs. This might mean reaching out to a local business and saying, hey, I'd like to run your social media for a month, or reaching out to someone who is in a career that you're interested in and saying, hey, could I come job shadow you? When I, a couple companies ago, I actually reached out to the director of training I had never done training in my life. I had kind of built trainings for like employees and and customers and retention and sales, but had never done new hire training. And I reached out to him and said, hey, I'm really interested in training. The next time you have a project, whether it's outside of work or whatever things I have to move around, can I just come learn from you? Can I just come help you on your next project? And that's ultimately what led me to get into training and a huge pivotal Time for me in my career, but it did mean that I had to take on things outside of my job. So, if you're wanting to test something out without quitting your job, then get creative. Reach out to people. I've said it before when I've talked about mentors and asking for advice. You will be so surprised by how willing and excited people are to tell you about their job and to help you experience it on a small scale so that you can understand the reality of what it would look like to make that change. The last action step is to simply view your career, your job, your situation, your academia, your studies, whatever, with more empathy and compassion. And I'm going to end with a quote from Bill Burnett and Dave Evans, their book, Designing Your Life. Um, I feel like they should be sponsoring this podcast. But they said, when you remember that you were always playing the infinite game of becoming more and more yourself and designing how to express the amazingness of you into the world, you can't fail. And I love that quote. I feel like that encompasses really everything that I was hoping to give to you in this podcast, that figuring out what you want to do in your career is all about tolerating failure, setting yourself free from pressure, and understanding that sometimes you might not be in the wrong job, you might just have the wrong perspective about it. You might just be telling yourself that you have to be perfect. And so you think you're in the wrong job because you're struggling. You're at your your edge of growth. You're on this learning curve and it's really painful and uncomfortable. That might not mean it's the wrong job. And once again, if it does, then congrats. That's awesome. Now you have direction. So that is my challenge for you is, is to practice that compassion, test things out, And focus on what you're curious about and what can make your life good instead of having that pressure to do something that you're passionate about. I also hope that you communicate with someone that you respect about where you're at in your career. And if I can be that person, please reach out to me. I'm actually in the middle of coaching someone in a career framework that I'm testing out. So if you want to do me a favor and let me test out that career design framework with you, then reach out to me. I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, leave me a rating and a review, and you can follow me on Instagram at startthe.conversation or find me on LinkedIn where I'm posting daily about one-on-one conversations.